beauties welcome once again to conversations but today it's a solo conversation with me I don't have the beautiful Mel here to bounce this idea but I was drawn into opening this dialogue this conversation because it's something I've hidden from for a long time and I believe we need a space to start talking about these things, these things that we hide from, that we are unaware of and that we believe we are on our own when we question some of the ideas that we're conditioned to believe are our truth. The book is Untamed by Glennon Doyle and I read this book last year in the front I've written to myself remember the beauty of this book changed your heart and your life may it be remembered in all the best wild and free ways you are loved you are enough the excerpt I want to read is the prologue and it's titled Cheetah. I think it perfectly summarises the context of the conversation I want to begin. Two summers ago, my wife and I took our daughters to the zoo. As we walked the grounds, we saw a sign advertising the park's big event, the Cheetah Run. We headed towards the family, scouting out their viewing spots and found an empty stretch along the route. Our youngest, Emma, hopped up on my wife's shoulders for a better view. A peppy blonde zookeeper in a khaki vest appeared. She held a megaphone leash of a yellow Labrador retriever. I was confused. I didn't know much about animals, but if she tried to convince my kids that this dog was a cheetah, I was getting a cheetah run refund. She began. Welcome, everyone. You're about to meet our resident cheetah, Tabitha. Do you think this is Tabitha? No, the kids yelled. This sweet Labrador is Minnie, Tabitha's best friend. We've introduced them when Tabitha was a baby cheetah and we raised Minnie alongside Tabitha to help tame her. Whatever Minnie does, Tabitha wants to do. The zookeeper motioned towards a park jeep behind her. A pink stuffed bunny was tied to the tailgate with a fraying rope. She asked, who has a lab at home? Little hands shot in the air. Whose lab loves to play chase? Mine, the kids all shouted. Well, Minnie loves to chase this bunny. So first, Minnie will do the cheetah run while Tabitha watches to remember how it's done. Then we'll count down, I'll open Tabitha's cage and she'll take off. The end of the route, just 100 metres that way, will be a delicious steak waiting for Tabitha. The zookeeper uncovered Tabitha's cage and walked Minnie, eager and panting, to the starting line. She signalled to the jeep and took off. She released Minnie's leash and we all watched a yellow lab joyfully chase a dirty pink bunny. The kids applauded. The adults wiped sweat from their foreheads. Finally, it was time for Tabitha's big moment. We counted down in unison. Five, four, three, two, one. The zookeeper slid open the cage door and the bunny took off once again. Tabitha bolted out, laser focused on the bunny, a spotted blur. She crossed the finish line within seconds. The zookeeper whistled and threw her a stake. Tabitha pinned it to the ground with her other mitt paws, hunkered down in the dirt and chewed while the crowd clapped. 
I didn't clap. I felt queasy. The taming of Tabitha felt familiar. I watched Tabitha's gnawing that steak in the zoo dirt and thought, day after day, this wild animal chases dirty pink bunnies down a well-worn, narrow path they've cleared for her, never looking left or right, never catching that damn bunny, settling instead for a store-bought steak and the distracted approval of sweaty strangers. Obeying the zookeeper's every command, just like Minnie, the lab she's been trained to believe she is. Unaware that if she remembered her wildness just for a moment, she could tear those zookeepers to shreds. When Tabitha finished her steak, the zookeeper opened a gate that led to a small fenced field. Tabitha walked through the, and the gate closed behind her. The zookeeper picked up her megaphone again and asked for questions. A young girl, maybe nine years old, raised her hand and asked, Isn't Tabitha sad? Doesn't she miss the wild? I'm sorry, I can't hear you, the zookeeper said. Can you ask that again? The child's mother said louder, She wants to know if Tabitha misses the wild. The zookeeper smiled and said, No, Tabitha was born here. She doesn't know any different. She's never even seen the wild. This is a good life for Tabitha. She's much safer here than she would be out in the wild. While the zookeeper began sharing facts about cheetahs born in captivity, my older daughter, Tish, nudged me and pointed to Tabitha. There, in that field, away from Minnie and the zookeepers, Tabitha's posture had changed. Her head was high and she was stalking the periphery, tracing the boundaries the fence created, back and forth, back and forth, stopping only to stare somewhere beyond the fence. It was like she was remembering something. She looked regal and a little scary. Tish whispered to me, Mummy, she's turned wild again. I nodded at Tish and kept my eyes on Tabitha as she stalked. I wished I could ask her, what's happening inside you right now? I knew what she'd tell me. She'd say, something's off about my life. I feel restless and frustrated. I have this hunch that everything was supposed to be more beautiful than this. I imagine fenceless, wide open savannas. I want to run and hunt and kill. I want to sleep under an ink black, silent sky filled with stars. It's all so real I can taste it. Then she'd look back at the cage, the only home she's ever known. She'd look at the smiling zookeepers, the bored spectators, and her pant panting, bouncing, begging best friend, the lab. She'd sigh and say, I should be grateful. I have a good enough life here. It's crazy to long for what doesn't even exist. I'd say, Tabitha, you are not crazy. You or a goddamn cheater. I have known so many times that for fear of shame, for fear of 
seemingly being ungrateful. We hide. We hide a longing that somewhere got buried way, way, way back in the conditioning of what we were to unquestionably take on as truth. And no one talks about the longing. No one talks about the loss. No one talks about what is seemingly so common and yet mostly buried, numbed, pushed down, pushed away until the day it no longer is, until the day we can't carry it any longer. And on this day, we fear the shame, we fear the blame, we fear we will be responsible for shattering what is supposed to be a good enough life. And if we have any ounce of courage that remains within us, we want to first run. We want to break all ties. We want to turn 180 degrees and run as fast as we can in the opposite direction because that seems easier than facing and asking and seeking support and truth and voicing and so I'm here to tell you that it's not easier to run in the opposite direction. That there is always a price, there is always a cost. Everything is uncomfortable. The questions, the numbing, the turning. But if we're brave, brave enough to ask the question, to seek the space, to know we are not responsible, that the system was never built for us, the system was never built to benefit us, the system was built to limit us, to keep us small and silent and conforming and being grateful and believing we are broken and not enough and crazy to want more, to seek something that doesn't exist. And I want you to know you are not crazy. You, my beauty, are a goddamn cheater. So let's begin this conversation Let's stop shaming and blaming. 
Let's stop criticizing and judging and comparing and competing. Let's unite and begin this conversation in earnest so that we may have a chance to break the cycle, to not only redefine and reclaim our own power, but to create and make visible the conditioned invisible loads that we all carry believing we are alone. We are never alone. So I'd love you to step in to join us in the conversation. You can join our private free Facebook group if you believe this might be something that interests you or sparks a little curiosity. I'd love to see you there. And if and when you are ready, I am building a space specifically to support and open the conversation that doesn't get spoken to support women who believe the conditioned story but who have a yearning, a deep knowing that life was meant to be more beautiful. So beauties, I'm going to leave it there today. I hope this has sparked an inkling of resonance in you. And if so, come on over and join us. But thank you for your time today. Thank you for listening to me solo. And this week, Mel and I will be back with more conversation and I'm sure more quotes and sparks to help us look deeper, become braver, more courageous and together unite because together we're better. So take care of you. Thank you again. I so appreciate you being here with me. Signing off today, just as tea. See you next time.